cliffcentral.com. But back down to earth, what have we got to talk about this week when it comes to the world of cars? George Meany is, of course, the CEO of AutoTrader. He always brings us the most interesting and the stories that affect us the most. Um, so here he is this morning, Friday. It's the way we end the week. What do you got for us, George? Well, uh, first of all, some, you know, a funny story, which is uh, uh, centered to, to you there, mm-hmm. uh, Gareth. This uh, gentleman um, decided to combine his Ford, or should I say Chevy truck and a boat. Oh. Um, uh, this thing has right. uh, got hydraulics. It works with... You know, just for fun. The thing uh, doesn't go, it doesn't get into the water, but uh, um, he decided to make this uh, land yacht. That's what he called it. Or uh, should uh, should I say a truck boat? And um, he's, is. Uh, he's done it uh, oh, no. tribute to Jaws. That's what he did. <laughs> so it's, oh, it's, shaped, it's shaped like a shark. I mean, in the front, it's got teeth. And I mean, the, the, this is real creative uh genius if you want to call it that i mean i don't know if you can you can't drive this thing you certainly can't float it on on water um yeah does it drive in water or what no it doesn't it doesn't but it looks as a tribute to the movie jaws it looks cool and he's obviously got he's had a lot of time during uh coronavirus to be building stuff (laughs) yeah nice nice for him Good for him. Yeah, good for him. I mean, uh, the creativity, people, be, you know, people must be creative. It's not like, you know, don't go and sit on your couch and think about the earth being flat. No. Make something. There we go. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then a story, Gareth, that I think is good for Ford. Now, um, if I can lead up to the story about Ford with uh, uh, the story about AutoTrader. Now, uh, you know, we were a print business before and uh, we had to become a, a digital technology uh, marketplace online. Um, and the different auto traders around the world, uh, for everybody that's listening, you know, we're all unrelated. And, you know, we, 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 we're friends with each other, but we're not owned by each other, if that makes sense. Um, all the auto traders around the world were at one point in time a print business. So most of the, most of the auto traders uh, were print businesses. Right. There was one in the world that went out of business because they didn't navigate the digital transformation or digital Ooh. transition um, properly. And that was the one in Australia. Okay. Oh, um, wow. They actually do not exist anymore. Auto trader is, uh, is non-existent there because they failed. Um, so, um, so we navigated that in South Africa. And, and we did it very, very differently to any, any of the other auto traders in the world in that we did the transition slowly um, with the brand of auto trader and uh, uh, we had the same sales team selling to our customers. We had, hmm. uh, we had an integrated transition. Right. It took us 10 years to do. And the reason for that is because South Africa has got so many different demographics. People were at different places in their digital transition right. uh, uh, as a consumer. So we couldn't just shut the magazine, start an online business. It just right. wouldn't work. Okay. Um, um, uh, Auto Trader in, uh, in America, on the other hand, did it very differently. They started an independent brand online um, let that grow as an internet business and then changed its name to AutoTrader and shut their magazine. So they actually hmm, created cool. a separate business online. Okay, so that's how they did it. Right. Um, the UK AutoTrader did it 
similar to what we did, except they used AutoTrader Online and AutoTrader as a print business, but they had totally separate teams, totally separate staff, um, and, and they navigated their future like that. Now, getting back to the original story, Ford Motor Company, they have decided to split their operations between ICE vehicles and EVs. Okay. Um, um, in order to try and get some momentum in manufacturing of EVs, their uh, uh, their their plan is to step up from the six six hundred thousand uh, vehicles that uh, it's aiming for for twenty twenty four. So uh, Ford, one hundred eighteen year old company, as you know, and uh, it's now split its operations and um, and it's focusing on EVs. In separate, uh, uh, separate processes think, and separate do you, plots. having having experienced the the changes that that you managed at Auto Trader, do you think that's a sensible thing to do? Is to separate the companies out and to do it that way? Electric vehicles would, on one side and ICE vehicles on the other. Um, I, I would I would say that would depend on um, uh, on the market that uh, that they're in. Just like I described, Auto yeah. Trader was in different markets, did things in different ways. Okay. You've got to do your operations based on the nuances of the market that you're in, even if you've got an identical product. All right, and I think that's the that's the lesson I learned from Auto Trader is that it doesn't always happen the same in every market. Okay. Um, so, so I'm not saying that uh, that Ford is right or wrong because I've never manufactured a car in my life. Right. Um, uh, you know, so this could really very well work out for them. Um, um, we haven't seen this happen with any other any other manufacturer yet. Okay. And then a local debacle, which is uh, you probably read about this, and that is the licensing centres shut down in Gauteng after protests. Now, to to get into the detail of this, the, the several licensing centres in Gauteng shut down uh, last week because um, there were protests that the online license booking system that I think is a step forward, to be honest, sure. um, for consumers, the runners and the booking agencies that book for you when you pay a fee to yeah. um, now can't operate. <laughs> well, too bad. Because uh, actually, I mean, if you can go online and book your thing yourself and you can do it for free, why should you have to pay some intermediary to do it for you, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you know, the, the, it sounds like that, you know, the licensing department was, was giving a heads up for about a year already. Sure. So, um, you know, so the licensing centers that uh, are now closed uh, until further uh, notice is Midrand, Stratum Park, Rudapurt, uh Region E licensing department. I don't even know where that is. Langlachte, Ormondi, and Eureka House. So, wow. um, driving schools, associations, runners are, uh, are very upset about this. And, um, you know, we'll follow I mean, the story as it develops. It is sad from a, a job perspective. I mean, you think of how many people will be out of jobs because of this. Hmm. But with that kind of warning, you kind of wish that they'd I, evolved into something else in the meantime. I'm sorry. You know, if, if George and his business hadn't gone online and they hadn't started making, you know, auto trader the kind of digital business that it is now, then he wouldn't have had any jobs for any of those people exactly. either. He would have gone the way of Australia. If you are no longer providing a service that people can't get a better version of online, if, if you're still doing that and thinking that you're going to have a job, then you're the fool, not the market. You can't blame yeah. the market when there are changes. Tough titties, I'm sorry. Those people are out, yeah. of, out of a job and they deserve it. Well, uh, you got it. You got to move with the times. You got to transition. You can't. Uh, you can't sit in uh, in an antiquated way. I mean, we, no. uh, uh, we many many of our people 
um, we we try to train many success stories of skill. Uh, As a matter of fact, those people that uh, didn't have roles in our business. So the way we did it, we, we, we had approximately 300 staff Gareth in, uh, in the print days. Mm -hmm. And uh, because of very process heavy uh, system, Um, you know, we now sit with, with roughly just over half that. Mm -hmm. Um, But what, what we did as a management team was we allowed natural attrition. So, so we, we tried not to do big retrenchments. So right. as people resigned, we said, uh, can we do this job somewhere else in the business? Can we, right. uh, you know, consume the, consume the, 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 the skills somewhere? That's clever. And that's unfortunately what's going to happen. So in other words, these protesters have now shut down the testing centers. So that's, or, or the, the, the licensing centers. So that's going to make the, their jobs even harder. Because now they've proven yeah. not only that they're no longer relevant in this market, but also that they're a, they're a nuisance. So people are going to get annoyed. This is the way you count yourself out of the future, I'm afraid. Tough, tough, tough. Exactly. So then very final uh, story, Gareth. Uh, I thought I'd end on a light note, and that is uh, how much does it cost to drive through every single toll gate in South Africa, um, uh, of which there are 74? Take well, a guess. I, I know why you're bringing this up, you, you, because they've just put up the, the toll gate fees. They've just pushed yep. those fees up. So it's costing more than it ever has to use toll gates. But how many are there? 70? 74. 74 toll gates. I went through a couple of them when I went to Mpumalanga last time. There were about 20, 25 rand each. So That's multiply that. Multiply that by 74. Um, my maths is shit, so let me get my calculator out. Hang on. Mm-hmm. 74 times 25. Let's, it's about 1,850 rand. You're not far off, Gareth. 2,258 rand 70. That's what it would cost you on every on-ramp and off-ramp and toll gate. 2,258 rand. Uh, uh, so now a trip from, Dur- from Cape Town to Durban would cost you 93 rand. A trip from Joburg to Bloemfontein, 161 rand. A trip from Joburg to Cape Town, 205 rand. A trip from Joburg, uh, Joburg to Durban, 286 rand. As a matter of fact, shorter distance to Durban, but it costs 86 rand or 80 rand more. Mm-hmm. Joburg to Bite. Bridge uh, via Polokwane is 293 rand. So toll fees have just gone up. So the uh, average, the average toll gate, uh, if I if I take that 2,258 rand or whatever it is, and I divide that by 74, you get about 30 rand per toll gate. So if you don't have 30 rand, and I've seen this happen once or twice, people who don't have the money to get through the toll gate, and then they cr- create a huge backup um, because they're sitting there and they don't have the. If you don't have 30 rand and 50 cents, there's a high likelihood you won't make it through the toll gate. So rather don't go anywhere. I've, I've been stuck there go before. That, Have you been stuck I'm, there? I'm before? Go that you have? That's all of the... Uh, Hang on. Yeah, Sh- Shan- Shanray's been stuck at a toll gate before, yeah? Yeah, I've, I've been stuck at a toll gate. Because I worked for Capitec, so like I, I've been <laughs> banking with them ever since I worked with them. And their cards don't work there. And I drove to the... To- <laughs> Okay, I drove to the toll gate and I was there, but and I, I keep swiping the card and someone is like, turn the someone behind is like, turn the card around. You're using it wrong because they just see a black card. They're like, oh, this, he's, he's probably using the card wrong. And I I turned it. It didn't want to work, so I had to like get oh, out of my dude. car and literally walk and be like, guys, oh, I don't no. have cash. 
then I can I can I send you like a a cash send and like what is a cash oh send? God, I'm like then crazy. I'm explaining no, it's like Capitex thing. It's like it's like e wallet, but then you can withdraw it from a pick and pay. Or <laughs> anyway, but then someone recognized me. I was like, hey, insurance. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Yes. Yes. Thirty bucks. Go. 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 Pay for your tour guide. Oh wow. Listen, uh, like, oh, George word. above says one thing he has an issue with at the toll gates is that they charge the same price for cars and motorcycles. Motorcycles should be paying fifty percent of the price of cars, in my opinion. I agree with that. Don't you? Doesn't that have something to do with the number of wheels? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the motorcycles just categorized with, uh, with, cars. Um, with what, what's called light, a uh, class one light vehicles. Yeah. So uh, what's well, even lighter? Cars, I mean, they should give them a, they should give them a 50%. I agree with you, Bob, I'm with you. 50% or whatever. I'm, with you, I'm yeah. with you too. I, I, I think Bob, Bob drives a, I think Bob drives a motorcycle. Yeah, exactly. He's biased. Uh, <laughs> nah, I think they should pay the same. Uh, <laughs> if, if you, because the thing is you can pass traffic. I, I think that's your, that that's your thing that you get uh, driving a motorcycle is that you'll never be in traffic. So it's fine. But at the door gate, let's pay the same uh, yeah. <laughs> because we, we, we on the road together. So you must right. pay. Put a spanner in the works, Bob. Uh, if motorcycle, uh, toll fees come down the the four wheel uh, you know vw polo toll fees will go up <laughs> all right thank you george good to see you cliffcentral.com